0: This is episode 63 of African in American with your girl, Six the Goddess. And keep in mind, I'm a goddess and I'm sensitive about my shift. Peace and love, family. I hope you are doing well. Um, the family and I are doing well. I hope everyone's mental health is in tip-top shape right now. I know being out of our routines... Um, can be difficult for some because I think a lot of us we find solace and we find comfort in staying busy you know and doing our jobs um I know homeschooling the kids right now for parents that still have to work is difficult um so everyone just get through this the best way you can Do not feel like you are pressured to accomplish something super major during this time. Like if you just get out of this with your sanity and without your bills falling behind and your kids learning what they need to learn, you did good. Um, I, you know, it's times like this where I truly try to pay attention to people's responses to what is going on because it tells you a lot just about human tendencies. Um I'm disappointed to say the least at some of the stuff that I see people saying about each other. Um I I really black people I cannot say this enough but you have to I mean you you must put this at the top of your list you must stop mocking your people, your own people, because they have their own thoughts or because they don't believe what the news says. You have to stop, okay? The minute that the news says something or the status quo says anything, black people not only believe it, but start defending it. And then those of your people that deviate from whatever, the president or the media or the news or whatever tells them to do, you call them names, talk bad about them, say you're going to block them, delete them. And and I'm just not understanding that. Like, At what point do we truly accept that things are always different for us than anyone else? And any self-respecting Black person with any kind of common sense would never just roll with whatever the government or the news or media says to them. Okay, they have notoriously lied to us, had us fall for the okie doke, and try to kill us. Okay, so you cannot mock your people who, when the news tells them something, they say, "Yeah, I hear you and all," but uh, no, or I have further questions, or let me research into that a little bit more, or hey, I don't agree with that. It is okay for your people to say that. Okay. Stop talking about oh, y'all too woke. Oh, y'all so woke. When you tease someone for being woke, you're basically saying that you are asleep. Okay, um, that is not something to mock someone about. Basically, what you're saying is you a sheep and you just believe whatever someone tells you. Um, and it's an example of when we try to talk about, about others how it's a reflection of ourselves by teasing your people, calling them woke. You don't even know what you're really saying about you. And that's nothing to be proud of. Because you as a black person, this is not a matter of opinion. This is a matter of fact. It is factual that your country t- tries to kill you. It is factual that they have notoriously, consistently, historically used black people as test dummies for medical evaluations and experiments. Okay? They have notoriously consistently and historically tried to kill you through lies by telling you oh this is just fine it's not okay I mean we have to use common sense brothers and sisters common sense can be a matter of life or death that is where we are at right now okay Um, we've went through so many different phases Um, with this virus first it was black people can't get the virus then they was like oh black people can't get the virus call Idris Elba call Kevin Durant then they have all these black celebrities on tv that they have said well we know you feel just fine and we know that you have no symptoms but trust me you have coronavirus saying that people have coronavirus with tests that have been manufactured by god knows who every time you turn the news they're telling you about how this such and such company has produced corona tests and they're producing them in the masses. We are totally ignoring that they could be um, they could be defective. Totally ignoring that they could be set up in a lie. Them tests could be pre-made for a certain amount of them to test positive or not. These are things that sound outlandish to black people who truly trust their government. But this is not outlandish. That is a common practice of big pharma. This is why we have to do our research. They will send out tests preset to test positive. And and you're a fool. I'm sorry. There's no other word. You're a fool. If you feel perfectly fine and go let them people give you a Corona test. And even though you feel fine, letting them people give you any kind of vaccine or medication, you are a fool. And you're a fool because 20,000 million billion people in front of you have fallen into that hole. And you're going to walk right over the hole and fall into that make you foolish. Okay, so then it was, oh, we're going to hire these celebrities to say they have it, even if they're not actually sick. Okay, then they was highlighting everyone who died from coronavirus. And almost everyone that died from coronavirus was fat. Okay, almost every single one was fat. Okay, these people dying from coronavirus are people who blood pressure and diabetes and hypertension and HIV and lupus and whatever else have been boiling in their systems for God knows what. And we forget that people die every day, B. Okay, whether it was coronavirus or not, people die every day from heart failure, okay, from asthma, from the flu, from pneumonia. Okay, it is facts that the hospitals are putting deaths as coronavirus deaths, even though they are not. Okay, we have, and then now people, I think some people that have lost someone to coronavirus, then they get very, they're grieving, so then their anger gets misdirected. Because if I say something on social media along the lines of, listen guys, they are really hyping this coronavirus up to be worse than what it really is with stupid news headlines. Like the United States now surpasses all other countries in coronavirus cases. Duh, the United States is 10 times the size of Italy. You know what I'm saying? But the, but the way that the media projects these these news flashes, if you're not really paying attention and using your common sense, not just believing what they say, it will scare you. Oh, my God. The United States has uh, um, um, has the most um, coronavirus cases out of everyone. Yeah, because the United States is the biggest country <laughs> that this happened to. <laughs> OK, stop being you scared because your fat cousin died from coronavirus. Your cousin was 150 pounds obese. They could barely breathe when they slept. Okay, I'm sorry. We have to use common sense. I'm sorry if it sounds insensitive, but stop. Now you as a perfectly healthy individual, you got a mask on and gloves and sanit- sanitizer and all that. The sanitizer gonna kill coronavirus. If that's the case, let's everyone just swallow a bottle, okay? Okay. <laughs> Like, let's use common sense here. It's very important to research these things. If your body is susceptible to any kind of virus, it's going to be that no matter what the virus, whether it's a flu virus, a cold virus, no matter what it is. If your immune system is weak, it is susceptible to anything. Okay, coronavirus is not more uh, strenuous on your immune system than, than the regular flu. If your immune system straight it's straight. Coronavirus is not extra aggressive. If you don't normally catch the flu, you will not catch Corona either. 9.8 times out of 10. But then let's parade the very few exceptions because there's exceptions to every rule. Let's parade them around the news. Now, they, now they're now they trying to find the most quote unquote normal and healthiest people they can to plaster across the news about how they died from Corona. <laughs> No autopsy, no pathologist report, no nothing, okay? Um, I've used my common sense throughout this whole thing. And my common sense throughout this whole thing has said, listen, you're healthy, thank God, thank the universe. Um, I don't know when the last time I got sick. Uh, that is not going to change now. I've always sanitized, disinfected, washed my hands. Um, if this disease was as contagious as they're making it out to be, essentially everyone would have it. It would be unavoidable. I do not believe there's a virus that, oh, my God, you breathe the air that someone else has and it just starts attacking your lungs and you keel over. I was looking at their recovery rates that, you know, way more people recover from coronavirus than die from coronavirus. Um you know, I just we had to just stay calm and use our common sense. So once I did that, I just continued, you know, living my life like I normally did. I cannot allow myself to be afraid because the news says I'm going. I need to be afraid. Okay, I, I cannot bring myself to do that. Um, I was reading an article the other day, and it was it was entitled "Be Prepared for the Ultimate Gaslighting." Um, If you don't know what gaslighting is, gaslighting is essentially making someone believe that they're crazy um, for believing something that is actually true. But you're just kind of trying to convince them that what they know to be true is not true or to um, downplay a concern or belief of theirs. Um, And so basically, this is how this is going to work, because your president requested that we just let coronavirus just wash over the country and you know it'll be for the best because people will get immune to it that was your president's plan because your president is like listen baby (laughs) I understand that it's this coronavirus and everything but uh summertime is coming and I need to open this economy back up that's what your president is on at this time he don't care about none of that So now comes the gaslighting. So now you will notice a shift in the media where they're going to start to slowly highlight the recovery cases. Okay, the news is about to slowly start to highlight how much new cases have gone down, how much we have got this under wraps and under control. Because very soon your president is going to get on TV and he's going to say, It's safe now. You can all go back outside and spend your money. And the people are going to be like, but, but you said it's highly contagious and dangerous and it's going to kill us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know we said that, but that's not the case anymore. Trust me. Go ahead and go outside, go to the club, pop those bottles. And the gaslighting continues. They're going to say, but you said 100,000 people died from Corona. You said that we got to. No, we know we said that, y'all. But listen, you're tripping. It's it's not like that anymore. And the people are going to say, well, how did we get it under wraps so quickly? You said this could last 18 months. And yeah, that's the next step. Okay, because these big corporations are not losing their money all summer period, poo. This is the United States of America. The United States of America don't care about any of that. They don't care about none of that. And it's very disheartening to me. When you see your own people teach you about eating well, how to boost your immune system, you have your own people that say, hey, you know what? These numbers that they're giving us for coronavirus doesn't sound right. Um, Let's think for ourselves. You know what, guys? It's safe for us to go outside. It's it's not this big bad wolf that if we step our toe out the door, we're going to be dead. It's not as contagious as they're making it seem. You guys can definitely go live your lives. When your own people say that, um, oh, y'all crazy. Oh, I'm blocking, deleting anyone that don't believe in coronavirus. Y'all diet woke. Y'all fake woke. Oh, y'all so woke. Y'all don't. But then the minute the crackers get on TV and tell you it's safe, you could go outside, watch how quick niggas go ahead and pack they stuff and be out there though. Trust and believe. And that, that those are the things that hurt my feelings in these situations is the distrust that we have for another and that it really takes somebody white to tell us something for us to believe it. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen just keep your head on a swivel. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about it. I just feel like right now, um on each episode, I just want to do a quick check-in about the whole situation because I just see people really misunderstanding how all this works and really putting way too much trust into what the news says. So let's continue to think for ourselves, not be afraid, you know, and keep our heads on straight. Week I was supposed to do a segment that was like a ask six advice segment. Um, I got a few letters, they were all from ladies, brothers. Y'all gotta do better with actually doing things like sending emails and filling out applications. <laughs> Whenever stuff like this comes up, it's like y'all just be like, uh no, nah, I ain't doing that. So um the emails I got was from sisters. Now, as I'm reading each of these emails for the advice segment. I realized that essentially the same advice applied to all of the letters. Um, all of the letters were pretty much something to the effect of, oh, I did this and this for him, and now he turned his back on me. What do I do? Oh, he we got kids together, and oh he got with this new woman and got my kids. What should I do and oh I need, and I'm just sitting here and I'm like, okay, I know what I need to do. As opposed to answering each of these letters one by one, I need to do a segment on the underlying bigger picture in all of this because each of these women have the same solution that they need. Um, So I want to discuss this because, in my opinion, just through my experiences in my life, um, speaking for myself and probably almost every woman listening to this can relate to what I'm about to say, the underlying issue for us as women with our interactions with men is we do not know how to let go okay we just don't know how to do that um and I get it it's in our nature as women it's natural that you know we go to talking with a man you know or spending time with a man it is natural you know that we we get attached of course if we're spending our time giving our energy to someone um you know it's pretty serious for us as women and that's why uh, I feel like sometimes, even though we see um, certain red flags or certain alarming behavior, we do not cut these toxic situations off. Um, and we just uh, we just stick around. I don't know for what, but we stick around. We see the signs and we stick around because we don't want to have to start over. Even if you've only been talking to a dude for a month, you know, Negroes acting up in the first month you meet them and you still stick around and then you sit and have children with them after that or marry them after these clear red flags that come in the beginning. But if we're not trained on these red flags, we may not notice them or sometimes we do notice them, but it just feel good to us at that time. So we ignore it. So this segment is called. Sis he's just not that into you, okay? he's just not that into you okay and 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 that's all right <laughs> that's all right um we're we're going to I just feel like for so many of us as black women, we were taught that we don't need a man, I think a lot of us were taught that you know we need to be independent so We never had the women in our family really put us on game about men and how they work and how they operate. And I think a lot of us never were put on game around men because half of our mothers or grandmothers didn't have the game themselves. Um, So I think it's important present day where we kind of have that blessing of communication to be able to communicate what type of things we need to look for, uh, what kind of red flags, and which red flags require cutting a man off? Now, you—if if, I think for some sisters, which most of these sisters that have wrote these emails, there was definitely situations and red flags that happened early on. Um, but I think that well, I'm not going to say I think. I'm going to say our self worth is directly connected to how much we tolerate from you know a man in whatever dating or courting relationship so another underlying problem here is our lack of self-love when you do not view yourself in a high in a high position when you don't have that respect for yourself and value yourself to say hey you know i know what I bring to the table, um, you know, I know the legacy I can create and carry on. You you have to, you got to know that you're beautiful on the inside, beautiful on the outside, be a good person, have a good heart. Um, so when you have those things, you become very valuable as a woman. So you need to make sure that you've told yourself that. Make sure that you send the memo, send the email to yourself, sister, to remind yourself who TF you are. Okay, that's another one of the underlying problems here. We don't be knowing who we really are. We don't really be knowing our power. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna go through the top three most common toxic men. Okay, almost every woman listening to this, I guarantee you, you have ran into one of these three type of guys. Okay, I can I would pretty much just bet money on it. <laughs> um <laughs> every woman don't dealt with a man like this and these are the three types of men that you are 100% wasting your time with and you need to delete his number tomorrow sis matter of fact delete it today after you, after you listen to this delete his number and don't waste any more of your time um, and before we get into that let's talk about why it's important to cut off Um, Men who are not really interested in you and don't want to be with you. Um, A lot of sisters make the mistake of, you know, the man, he acting up, he's really not that into her. He's totally giving her whatever. He's not putting in any kind of effort, priority or anything like that. Um, But... Instead of her leaving him, she kind of she kind of lets him stick around just because she she might feel bored. She might feel lonely. She might feel like, well, I don't want to really cut him off because he he calls me sometimes and he talks to me sometimes. And it's better than nothing. But the problem with keeping his him around in any way, shape or form is that what are you going to do when the man that does want to be your husband cross your path? Okay, he crosses your path and he asks you to come have a cup of coffee with him. And y'all sitting in Starbucks enjoying a warm banana uh, nut bread and a and a Vente caramel macchiato and then um your 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 text message go off with a text from the man who don't really care about you and doesn't really want to be with you talking about hey beautiful, how your day going? Now your future husband's sitting there looking at you crazy. Looking at you like, oh, hold on, shawty. You got a lot going on. This is why I recommend, I recommend only dating one man at a time. Now, some people disagree with that. Some people don't. I have seen sisters where they may date and talk to multiple men at a time, even if they're not sleeping with them. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, um, because I know that most of the time with quality masculine men, they're not competitive in that respect. So if they feel like you're kind of dating multiple people, it may kind of ruin how seriously they take you from the beginning. So it can kind of work against you. Um, you also run the risk, whether you have slept with him or not, of developing a soul tie with someone. And usually, a soul tie is your toxic demons um, that are usually the opposite of that person's toxic demons. And they meet each other and they're attracted because they're opposite demons. And now, this person has just become a toxic, sick satisfaction for you because y'all's demons have become best friends. Um, So, I personally think it's a bad idea to date more than one man at a time. I think that before we give a man our number and be all on the phone with him or on a date with him, I think we just need to be more leery about who we're giving our contact information to. If he pull up in a Cadillac on 22's You know, with bitches in the back and gold teeth and shit. He's probably not trying to be your husband, sis. So you probably, you don't let him get your number and just put him on your rotation. You say no. Okay, Because if we use our common sense as women, we can pretty much look at a guy and you can tell, does this man look like he got some business about himself? Do he look serious? Do he look mature? You know, nine times out of ten, you can look in a man's eyes and kind of tell what he on. Because cause most of the time, you don't give your number to somebody that's crazy. And honestly, looking at this nigga, you probably never should have even gave him your number in the first place. You never should have even been associating with this person. Okay, when we become more valuable as women, we understand that we got something to lose. Okay? And that's how you stay exclusive. You can't be exclusive if every negro that wants your number, you just giving it out, just talking to niggas. Can't do that. Okay? You valuable. You can't, you can't do that. So I recommend using discernment before giving out your contact information if you meet a brother that has tickled your fancy and you know letting him know that you are serious about dating that you want to be married and that you're not out here running the streets with multiple niggas banging your line it's just not i again certain men don't care about that but most of the time high quality masculine men they do um okay so now with that being said okay so yeah cut them off cutting them off is important because you have to keep your energy clear you cannot have a bunch of men that are wasting your time in your space because listen if a man is serious you will know right away you will know right away you you will not have to wonder the way he treats you and prioritizes you is going to tell you everything that you need to know from the beginning the beginning really tells you everything some people think oh you got to be with somebody for five years before you really know them no that's not really true if you know the game if you know the way men work um, you actually will know within the first week you'll know the real deal, and that 's if you're being honest with yourself um, if you're too desperate, um guess what happens when you, what there is a side effect of desperation, and they kind of go hand in hand and a side effect of desperation is delusional is you get delusional, you start seeing things that do not exist. When you're desperate, you you so desperate for a man, you start seeing qualities in this nigga that are not there. So this is why you have to, again, value yourself and be happy with yourself. And it's okay to be happy by yourself while still acknowledging that you do need a man and you do need masculine balance and protection. okay. Really digest what I just said there. You can still be happy. You can still be independent by yourself. While still acknowledging and understanding that even though I am happy alone, I still want and receive masculine balance into my life when the universe and the ancestors see fit. Because where we go wrong is... Because, again, the universe don't know when we're joking or when we don't really mean something. When, the uni- when you, we speak something, the universe is like, all right, bet. It doesn't know if you're joking. So if you say, I'm happy by myself. I don't need a man to make me happy. The universe is going to say, all right, she's good. Next. And we don't want that. So, sister, repeat this with me. I am happy by myself. However, I welcome masculine balance and protection whenever the universe and the ancestors see fit. And that's perfectly all right. Okay, so sisters, let's just go over the top three toxic men starter kits. These are the most common toxic men that you will run into. And they fall under these three categories. The first category is the, uh, I was going to call him a certain, I was going to call this type of guy a certain name, but I think that's not nice to say it that way. So let me think of a nicer way to put this (laughs) because y'all know I've been working on being nicer in my delivery because sometimes I just be saying what I need to say. And I know it be hurting some people's feelings. So lately, y'all see me now. I'm really trying. Okay. I'm putting more effort because I be wanting to just give it blood raw, no sugar, no nothing. But I have noticed that my messages are received better when they are delivered with more cooth and more love. Um, so um we are gonna call the first one um, the lone wolf man. Okay. The lone wolf, he is the man that is totally, completely emotionally unavailable. Um, he's slightly selfish. Um, he's very concerned in his own accomplishments, his own issues, his own needs, He is just not the kind of guy that is responsive to the wants and needs and emotions of his partner. Um, That's the man where you could pour your heart out to him and he going to look at you like blink, blink, blink. What is your problem? Why are you getting so emotional? Um, He is the one where... Uh, you'll, you'll find yourself having to repeat yourself to him multiple times. Um, and who wants to do that? Um, because sometimes I, I see where the sisters, they say, well, I did this and this for him and he still didn't say he loved me or he still didn't want to be with me. And it's like, sis, it's an empty shell. He's the lone wolf. He's the emotionally unavailable guy. Okay. Most of the time, they will be older. They will still be single. Most of the time, they've never been married. Um, um, There's nothing that you can do to change this. Most of the time, these guys were either raised one or two ways. Either they were completely neglected and unloved growing up, or they were super spoiled and the world revolved around them growing up. Okay, so either way... They've never had to necessarily live their lives in a way where they had to put someone before them. Uh, Maybe they were abused where putting someone before them harmed them. So now they're super emotionally unavailable and they're not the kind of guys that are going to uh, romance you and be considerate of your feelings Half of the time, you know, you're feeling sad about something this, this Negro did and he don't even have a clue that you feel away. way. Um, they'll tend to be very clear on what they want, okay? They'll give you a list of the things they want and have all kind of expectations that they want from you, but they are extremely clueless when it comes to the reciprocity in that. Um, And it will frustrate you as a woman because it'll leave you very confused. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I I told you this and you told him that, but he wasn't listening. Because he's emotionally available and he doesn't care about anything you're saying. And if he has any kind of money at all, then he definitely just wants the kind of woman that's going to just be quiet, stay out of his way, not expect any kind of emotional connection from him And that's it. He's clueless. You're wasting your (laughs) time. Those kind of men, sister, you're wasting your time. It has nothing to do with you. He was that way before you. He was that way during you. And he will be that way after you. Okay. Um, So when you see that early on, haul ass, sis. Haul ass. Do not explain. I don't recommend when you see certain red flags in men. Sisters, I don't even recommend that you hit him up with a long-ass paragraph explaining to him why you don't want to see him anymore. Because they don't care. Because the number one thing to remember about men is a man does whatever he wants. Okay? This is why men rape. Men rape because the minute he have and hit... A lot of women get raped because... Even if she wasn't consenting to wanting to have sex, once that man in his mind has it in his brain that he going to have sex, that's what he going to do. Some men, they're not even thinking about how she feel about it. That's the way men's brains are wired. Once they want something, they get. The average man. Okay. So we, we have to, we have to, we must Women can be more persuaded to do something. Men do exactly what they want to do. Um, So I don't recommend sending him these long paragraphs about how he hurts your feelings and how you don't feel like he feels the same way about you and all that. Don't do it, sister, because guess what? He don't care about any of that. (laughs) Because if he wanted to, he would. Especially when we're referring to the emotionally unavailable guy. I recommend emotionally unavailable guys to link up with gold diggers because now y'all got something in common and y'all will have a common ground to keep you together. The emotionally unavailable man needs to have a woman where all she care about is if he got some money. That way, he doesn't have to be attentive to her needs. He doesn't have to sacrifice for her. He doesn't have to put her as any kind of priority. He does not have to bend or change what he's doing at all for her because she's there for the check anyway. So I always recommend Emotionally Unavailable Guys and Gold Diggers are a match made in heaven. Everyone has an ulterior motive and agenda, and everyone wins in that situation. If you are a woman that requires any kind of attention, love, or anything like that from her man, the emotionally unavailable guy is going to drive you insane. And you're going to waste your time and save yourself the trouble today, sis, and just delete his number. Okay? Um, The next toxic starter kit red flag guy top three to avoid is the emotionally or physically abusive um this this guy is the he's the bait and switch okay um first we will talk about how he is emotionally abusive then we'll talk about physical abusive um in my opinion emotionally abusive men are the worst We were just talking about gaslighting earlier. Gaslighting is a huge sign of the abusive, toxic guy starter kit. And again, it is normally associated with the bait and switch. And what I mean by that is, you know, the first few times you speak, um, I'll give you an example. Um, uh, The first few times you speak, he's super excited. Okay. He's super excited. Oh, you can, you know, call me anytime. I want to see you. I don't care what time or day I'm available, you know, to you. You have my permission, you know, call me, FaceTime me anytime. Um, I want to make sure that we go out this weekend. I want to, I I definitely want commitment. You know, I'm looking for my wife. So, and he telling you all this and, and you're just like, oh, you know, because because men know how to kind of weed out and smell out women as well. And what kind of woman she is, what she wants, what she doesn't want. Okay, so in the beginning, you know, the, the bait and switch, the bait, the bait be so good. That's why sometimes when they say if, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So they start out by telling you everything you want to hear. They're super excited. They seem so into you. <laughs> at first. And when I say at first, I mean, within the first week or two. Okay. Um, so you go along with it. And then as time progresses, slowly, so he got you with the bait. And now slowly you recognize the switch. Um, because when a man is truly serious about you, the number one thing that he will be is consistent. Okay, when a man is serious about a woman, if he get off work at 5 o'clock, okay, he banging your line by 5.30, 6 o'clock at the latest. Okay, He is fixated, focused on you. So that bait and switch is a very clear indicator of run, do not walk, sis so in the beginning he got you really enthralled oh he said I could call him anytime he might even show you where he live at yeah get comfortable he might do all type of shit for you he might cook for you he might take you shopping take you to a nice restaurant he gets you totally I mean you're caught up and let me just throw this in here real quick before I forget that this is also why we do not sleep with men we're dating. Keep those legs closed, sisters. We're going we're gonna to go back to that. But I'm saying that right now to say just because he act right for the first week or two, even the first month, you do not rush and open them legs. Consistency is going to show you what that man is really about. And I mean long consistency. I'm talking about 10, 12-month consistency. Now, this is not no Steve Harvey advice of, oh, 90 day rule. It's not any of that because each situation is different. And I understand that. However, majority of the time you want to not sleep with him, not necessarily because of him, not because it's like, oh, I don't want to give him. and, And like, you're just the greatest thing since sliced bread. It's not to sound arrogant. It's just for your own protection. It's just for your own protection because, you know, he said the right thing for two weeks for one month and you go ahead and you sleep with him. Now you're even more prone to put up with the abuse because in your mind, you've already given him your body. But when you haven't given him your body, it makes it a lot easier for you to retreat. The minute you see that this stuff is going down the toilet, it's easier to retreat. There's no notches on your body count or nothing like that. You don't have to feel like you're losing a part of yourself when you lose him. So we keep our legs closed to protect ourselves. It's not about him. It's about you. It's to protect you. Okay? You know, forget what they talking about. Um. So, yeah. So now, oh, baby, you can call me anytime, baby. Oh, baby, you can come over. This is why I stay. This da 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 so you like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've hit the jackpot. You don't it all your girlfriends. Girl, I met this girl. I met this, I met this nigga, girl, girl. He is tall. He is fine. He a lawyer. He staying buckhead in the pen. Like you, i I mean, you're in love. <laughs> Again, desperation breeds delusional behavior. Okay, so now you've convinced yourself this your husband in two weeks. Now come the switch. Okay. Now the excitement of it being new is over. Okay. These are the these are the men. They got a new chick every every ninety days. Okay. (laughs) These emotionally abusive men, they know how to pull on the emotions and the heartstrings of women like no other. They know exactly what to say, what to do. They smooth with it. That bait and switch, something serious. Okay. So now he don't told you everything you want to hear. Now here come 2 3 months later. Now, now it slowly start to dwindle. Okay? He he he's bored now. Okay? Because he hyperactive every every 90 days, the next pretty face that cross his path, he jumping on it. So now it's been it's been 2 3 months. He's already slept with you. He already know what that be like. You've already you know did back flips on the D and all you've shown him all your good moves, you've done all that so now he now he bored okay he he didn't even really mean that stuff he was saying to you okay he he might have and depending on the kind of woman you are, there are some men who will go to serious extents just to sleep with you, even if it's just one time, okay, so now you don't you know you don't slept with him, he's satisfied his curiosity. Okay, the next Instagram model don't scroll on his timeline, and he and her DM right now. So now, now it, now it go from oh yeah yeah yeah, you know, call me anytime, to, not, to now you text him, he he might text you back two hours later. Now it comes, he say, oh I'ma call you at one o'clock, and you don't get a call till six o'clock. <laughs> Okay, now now come you text him and you say, you say um, you say good morning, you say good morning, you know how you doing today? Okay, and, and he put three posts on Facebook talking about at the mall. He in the mall shopping for an outfit, posting selfies on Facebook and stuff, and your text just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> huge red flag, huge indicator of. Uh, he's just not a, that into you, sis. He is just not that into you. Okay. Now, before you know it, he don't he don't gas he's gaslighting you so hard, and you go to you say, hey, you know, I noticed when I, I text you, you know, you ain't text me back. Now it's all of a sudden, I'm busy. Stop trying to control me. <laughs> You're not supposed to just text you back the minute you text me. You know what I'm saying? You think just because I said I was gonna call you at one o'clock, man, I had things to do. And you like, but but you said I could call any time. And you said that, you know, and and they might even have got upset at you because you ain't called him back quick enough or you ain't texting back quick enough. So now you texting him back on time and now he ain't texting you back now. Now a few weeks don't went by a few months don't went by. Now he got you thinking that you crazy for things that he told you. Okay, this this man told you that he want to date you and he want to be with you and that you can call him and come to his house whenever and all that. Okay, so now the gaslighting comes. Now he got you second guessing yourself, blaming yourself. Okay, he might have slept with you, been to your house. He, he might know your whole life story, might even met your children. So in your mind, you like, well, you know, why? Why I can't even get a text back? Here's my advice to you, sis. If he not texting you back, don't text him ever again. Cause again, if a man is interested in you, as soon as that message cr- come across his phone. Now we not playing games, cause you know millennials like to play games. Like oh, they see the text him, but I wanna play it cool, so I'ma text him back in like two and a half hours. No, we, we're not talking about that. We ain't playing no game. But I'm just saying when a man is interested in you, once that text come across his phone from you and he not, you know, working or with his children or something, you know, understandable, he going to hit you back. Okay, because this man is fertile. He is roaring. He is a man. He ready to get married. He ready to settle down. He is going to hit you back, sis. So when y'all be writing letters like, oh, I called him and he don't respond and I've been calling him for a week. Sis, let it go. Let it go. Being controlling is being in your masculine energy. The feminine energy says, what's that corny Christian prayer that is like, um, God grant me the discernment to... um, or give me the power to change the things I don't like and the discernment. How does it go? I don't know. It's but basically what it's saying is give me the discernment to know when it's something that I can't change to let it go. Okay. This is the discernment that the modern day woman lacks in dating. Okay. So now you don't fail for the bait and switch. Now all of a sudden it's, he getting upset with you, blaming you, and somehow making you fuck. It's your fault for, you know, holding him to any of the standards that he's set for yourself. Run. <laughs> One time, man, listen, let me, let me tell you though, I'm going to give y'all a personal, most funniest excuse that I've ever heard from a man when it comes to the beginning stages of dating. And before y'all laugh at what I'm about to say, this really happened. And everything that I'm about to say, this nigga really said this shit. This really happened to me one time. I swear to God. I was seeing a brother. (laughs) I was seeing a brother. And um, for me, personally, it's very important for me to say good morning and good night. I'm really big on that. I think that, you know, if a man wake up in the morning and you're not the first thing on his brain, it's another woman on his brain. Trust. Okay. Um, if he goes to sleep and you're not on his brain, red flag. Okay, so those good morning and good nights are important for me. So, you know, me and a brother, we hadn't been dating for long and I was like, um, hey, you know, I good mornings and good nights are very important to me. Um I've I noticed that sometimes how text you good morning you won't respond for a while or you will not text me good morning at all I was like um I'm not saying that I want you to like blow my phone up you know morning and night like good morning good night but you know of course we can reciprocate you know if I text you good morning or maybe you can call me good night you know just letting him know that I would like that acknowledgement and this nigga say um and I swear to God is what he said he was like (laughs) he was like well I can't Uh, I can't promise that because I can't promise you I'm going to hit you up for every good morning, every good night because, you know, I could be driving. And what if I'm driving and boom, I almost get into a car accident. So I swerve. Boom. Okay, now I just had almost I almost just died. almost had a near death experience. So now I'm flustered. So I'm, I'm upset. Now I forget. And so I don't I'm not able to text you. And I'm si- and he's talking and I'm sitting there like, you know, the face they make like in the cartoons and stuff when someone's talking for a long time and the people just staring like blink, blink with their jaw dropped. <laughs> That's how I was. <laughs> That's how I was looking. And the more he kept talking and the more that I realized he was serious, I was sitting there and I was like, oh, my God, I don't ran into a combination of the emotionally unavailable slash. Emotionally abusive guy and I'm just listening to him talking I'm like oh my god <laughs> you know what I'm saying this nigga's like I could be driving you know what I'm saying I was getting to an accident and I swerved boom now I almost lost my life now I'm flustered <laughs> now I don't know if I could text you good morning. <laughs> so I'm like okay so a text message that takes 10 seconds is difficult for you to do once a day so as he's talking i'm sitting there listening i'm like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. whole time like my left foot is stuck out like behind me and i'm like slowly inching for the door like that was the mood i'm like oh hell no any <laughs> kind of stupid listen the excuses that will happen sisters the bait and switch emotionally abusive guy gotta be the worst one Okay, And then when you add in a little bit of not being logical, a little bit of lying, you have a recipe for disaster, sisters. And guess what the only thing you could do is? The only thing you could do is remove yourself from the situation. So now the bait and switch, emotionally abusive guy, he started out telling you everything you wanna hear. Now he gets mad at you for everything, make you think everything is your fault, stops doing the things that he said he was going to do. This is why a man can tell us anything, ladies. We have to go off of his consistent actions. They could say literally anything. Okay, a man's words can be a lie, but his consistent actions cannot. And then before you know it, he don't threw you into the rotation of all his other chicks. Now, before you know it, he went from y'all talking every day to now you're lucky to get maybe 30 minutes. In. And the whole time you want to phone with him, you could tell that he's like, yeah, 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 like I got to go because <laughs> now, oh, let me say this too before i forget another reason ladies why you have to cut off people in the dating world is because men are territorial and once they have marked their territory on you in any way shape or form even if you have slept with him or not men do not normally tell you hey sis Um, just so you know, um, I'm easily distracted. Okay. And it's another bitch that I'm now curious about. And I'm, I'm going to be on the phone with her for another 90 days until I get sick of her too. And then I'll switch to another one. (laughs) Like they're not going to say that what they're going to do instead is they're going to put you in their rotation of women. And that is the worst place you can possibly be be as a woman. And because of so many of our caddy and competitive ways as women, so many women end up getting put in those rotations with men and then start competing with each other for the man. And to serious extents, I don't see some sisters both have a baby with a man because they trying to compete for this man. And I say, oh, y'all, the girls, y'all fell for the bait and switch. Y'all are involved with a bait and switch narcissist. Woo. And somehow, somehow this man has flipped it so that y'all competing for him. When in the beginning, I'm sure he told y'all about how much he loved you, how much he want to be with y'all and laid it and sold you a dream. And you fast forward a few months and before you know it, he mad at you for everything, blame you for everything. He got other women, got you in a rotation. So if you as a woman do not have that standard that says, listen, baby, before you put me in a rotation with your other women, just take me out of your life completely. Until you learn how to tell a man, listen, boo, before you text me back five hours later, just don't text me at all. You going to lose until you get that level of self-respect that says, if you going to not call me back for eight hours, don't call me at all. It's going to be up to you sisters to set that standard, because again, the men are not going to do that. He is not going to tell you, hey, baby girl, just so you know, you're wasting your time. I'm a dog. I'm emotionally unavailable. I'm I'm distracted easily. I like to have a new woman every 90 days. It's never going to work out for us long term. You're wasting your time. I think we as women, we're waiting on a man to say that to us. That's not the way it works, sister. I know you've heard this before that men do as much as you let them get away with. That is a cliche because it's true. And we consistently fight the way men communicate instead of taking note of how they communicate and acting accordingly. Okay, now let's talk and see the emotionally unavailable and see the uh, I'm sorry, the emotionally abusive bait and switch type of guy that can go left so quickly it's not even funny because not only is he abusive and narcissistic but he's emotionally unavailable too so that means whatever he do to you those type of men don't even lose no sleep over it at night meanwhile you sick losing weight stalking him trying to pull up to his house and fight whatever chick is at his house you doing all that and meanwhile he don't care out of all the toxic type of men that I see women involved with, that is the number one kind. Sisters, as soon as you start seeing those inconsistencies, as soon as you start seeing that bait and switch, you need to leave. And if it's hard to leave in the beginning, imagine how much harder it will be if you continue to sleep with this man, spend time with this man, Or even be with this man. Or even worse, have children with this man. Get out early. Do not be delusional. Do not be desperate. Okay? Because they told us a lie. And they told us it's 10 men to every one woman. What they didn't tell you is that out of those 10 women... Eight of them are useless. Eight of them are dingy, clueless, bad bodied, have whack vagina, a smelly vagina, bad in bed, ugly, gay. Maybe she don't like black men. Okay, there's a lot of factors that go into this. Of why there may be 10 women in every one of y'all, but that in no way, shape or form means it is 10 eligible women for every one eligible man so guess what sis if you know you a good woman you know your value you ain't out here slanging coochie you ain't out here gold digging leeching you know you're a good person sis i don't know how to i don't know how to tell you this but fuck him move on (laughs) move on We as women have got to know when we cannot make a man do nothing, we cannot make a man change. And regardless of how scary it may be to be single, you have to know that the man that you truly want and you truly deserve exists as long as you are keeping yourself up to par as a woman. And this is why it's important for us to keep ourselves at that level 10 level. That way, what you want in a man, you are yourself. So that's why we keep ourselves together, you know, so that we can ask of certain standards from a man. Okay. So next is the signs of the physically abusive man. Okay. Um, the physically abusive man is normally, um, it's a very slow, it's a slow, steady slope. With the physically abusive man, um, the physically abusive man is excellent at apologies, he apologizes extremely well. Um, most physically abusive men do not become that way with you overnight, it is normally very gradual, okay. It may start with a simple push, okay? Um, It may start with a simple um, not allowing you to leave somewhere that you want to exit. Um, Even before that, it can start with something as simple as being distrusting. If he say, hey, babe, you know, where you at? What you doing? And you say... Oh, um, I'm at the park, you know, going for a walk. And he say, you at the park, it sound mighty quiet out there. You know, don't be lying now. Keep it real. If you with your little boyfriend, let me know. Ha 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 ha. That ain't funny. Cut his ass off. The minute that he go to doing stuff like that, cut him off. I'm going to bring the choir in for the remainder of this episode. Choir, please come on in. When I say cut them off, I need y'all to say cut them off. Cut them off. Cut them off. That's uh, When I say cut them off, I just need y'all to do that, okay? <laughs> because that is the word of the day. That is the word of this whole episode. Cut them off. That's all I see in all the problems around here with these women. You're holding on to hope. You're holding on to nothing, sis. OK, so the minute that he hits you with that, you know, being distrusting about where you are, even if he start asking where you are and all that and y'all not even together. OK, you know what I'm saying? Y'all. This is the second phone conversation y'all don't have. And he talking about where you at, what you doing. uh, And when he do that, y'all, this is your second phone conversation. Y'all been talking for, for 72 hours and he hit you with the, you know, anything distrusting, even if he's joking, okay? And so he call you and say, oh, where you at? And you say, oh, I'm here, and he hit you with that. Just start start getting something to put by the phone and just be like, bad connection. Sorry, I can't hear you. Click. Um, Because it's also very important to know, and this comes from us being the emotionally supreme being in our black human species um, we are more supreme emotionally and mentally um, so this is why when men exhibit um, um, dangerous or negative behavior we have to be the more emotionally intelligent one To not kind of uh, reaffirm their negative or dangerous behavior. We have to just totally, you just can't even feed into it. Like, literally refuse to feed into it. Sisters that ain't got no edges and you got a big stomach, it's because you be stressing over niggas. I'm just going to go ahead and put that. People be like, oh, oh, six, your edges is so nice. Your stomach, how you get your waist so small? Because I don't stress over niggas. I'm going to tell y'all that right now. I don't. I refuse. I will not do it. (laughs) I am a queen. Okay. Anything I touch turns to gold. Why am I stressing myself out over a nigga that's not stressing himself out over you, sis? Because all these toxic men I'm describing, the pain that he causing you, you ain't causing him. This ain't these niggas' first rodeo. These abusive men been abusing women probably since they was 15 years old, baby. This ain't his his first time. This may be your first time (laughs) on his roller coaster, but baby, he do this. He's not new to this. He true to this. So you stressing yourself out, holding all that belly fat in your stomach, your edges thinning and coming out because you stressed out over him when all you had to do was block him, delete him, and move on. Because when you know your self worth and when you operate as a queen, you attract quality men. Okay? When you cut off those abusive men and those no good fuck boys, you guess what happens? You drop that dead weight and then you glow even brighter. Your edges start flourishing. And now that man who is healthy and not abusive and that will be patient with you and understanding with you and love you and put you as a priority. You will not have to beg, plead, steal, cheat or borrow. Now you are in alignment. Now you match his vibration. Quality masculine men that want commitment and a quality masculine man that wants you. One man's um, text you back five hours later is another man. I'm calling you right away. Okay? Okay, one man's, oh, he got another woman and he got them around my kids is another man's uh, move you into the crib, give you more children. Oh, don't worry about your baby daddy. You can go ahead and take him off child support. I got us type of man. Okay? These are the type of men you can attract, but healthy masculine men who are truly ready for commitment. If your vibration is not matching his, he will not see you. He won't. Okay? So, the physically abusive man. Okay? Um it's it's a gradual process. So, if he's thrown verbal hints about his physical abuse with the jealous and distrusting jokes and stuff he say on the phone, cut him off. Choir, cut him off. Okay, because you know what that's going to turn into? You go to explaining yourself. This man don't pay none of your bills. He ain't never did nothing for you. He ain't earned anything in your life. He has not done anything. But you explain to him, where you at what you doing and actually answering actually answering to this guy so now he see you really a duck because now you will not do anything and he hasn't even done anything for you to earn it men really think like that i think we, we as women got to respect that men think that way okay and, and when you cut these men off when you say listen baby you know get me out your rotation you got other women you dealing with, or you focused on? If if this is not you know your priority, if this is not something you want, leave me alone. And then you leave. Guess what? He respects you on the low, on the low, low, on the low. He respects that because the way a man mind will work is, and the opposite way is. Look at her dumb ass. I ain't text her ass back in eight hours, and her dumb ass gonna text back right away. That's the way their minds think. Man, I ain't called her in two days. Here she go calling me. This bitch desperate. Let me go ahead and drag her through the mud. That's the way their minds work. (laughs) Okay, if you want to look like a fool, a man will for sure sit back and watch the show. Make that. Make no mistakes about it, sisters. If you want to be a clown, if you want to be a jester, if you want to be a duck... And sit and actually fall for these whack tactics from men, they are going to sit back, pop a bag of popcorn and watch you make a fool of yourself. It does not make him say, "Oh, she put up with my shit, that's wifey no <laughs> no, it make him say you're an idiot, and you know what else it make him think It make him think she's so she's so easy, she's so desperate and so easy to manipulate any nigga could really finesse her that's the way he think and now you have pushed yourself even further from the ever possibility of being his wife like the one he gave his last name to cause you a duck and you desperate you dingy you willing to put up with whatever shit he give you whatever he bite and throw away as scraps on the floor you can't wait to go pick it up and eat it okay so that, that breeds no respect so sisters, you might think, oh, Six of Goddess, you pretty, you pretty, you savage. Talking about, damn, cut them off, like, damn. But this is the way it goes. <laughs> this is the way it goes, sisters. And and there has been times where you know, no man is necessarily perfect. Okay, men can be perfect in their intentions. Okay, there there is a man who has the perfect intentions of, you know, being with a black woman, getting married, creating a family, creating a legacy. But is he as a person perfect? No. So there is a fine line, you know, between the two. I have seen in some instances where, you know, a nigga go to acting crazy and the sister is like, listen, baby, whatever you got going on, that's fine. But I want no parts of this. I've seen where the nigga he might come back. You know, maybe I've seen couples where you know he act up and she leave. Maybe a month or maybe six months go by, and he's able to say, "Okay, these these hoes ain't shit." Uh, okay, I I understand that, and uh, I'm a act like I got some sense. So sometimes that can happen. And if, it is, if that is meant to happen, it will happen on its own, sisters, you know, if, if the brother did just need some time to really understand, you know, how beautiful you are on the inside and out. Sometimes that happens, but not majority of the time, sis. Okay, this is why, you know, you have to just move on. I mean, there, there's, no, there's nothing you can do. And I think that you, we have to have that healthy respect for uh, men and how they move, so as to not frustrate ourselves. So now the physically abusive guy is is it's, it's going to start out with a little shove, with a little push, and and then he's very apologetic about things. Um, it's oh, you know, I just I lost my cool for a minute, and then he'll blame you for losing his cool. Like, well, I just lost my cool for a minute, and you just you know, you just made me so mad that aunt cut him off. run sis my best friend was the victim of domestic violence rest in peace Shadi dixon my angel um you know any kind of abuse and she was murdered by her domestic abuser within their first three months of dating okay this is why i say when you see these red flags in the beginning run in the beginning do not wait for months and years and babies to pass now you don't got so you have to understand investments and the way they work okay you once you become so highly invested in this man you get deeper and deeper in and it makes it harder and harder to get out so when we see these signs early you leave early If it hurts to leave now, it'll hurt even more to leave later. If you're even able to leave later, okay? Because these these physically abusive men are killing women. Trust and believe it is happening. Okay. The third toxic starter kit, red flag type of guy to look out for is... The hobo-sexual. This is the man who says things like... Man, fuck that, bruh. She gotta bring something to the table. That's that guy. This is the... Man, I feel like, you know, bills be 50-50. This is the man where when he's describing a chick... To one of his friends. His first. His first words are not. About how she's a good person. Or how she's beautiful. Or kind or sweet. His first description of this woman is. Bro she got a good job bro. You know what I'm saying. She got good credit. You know what I mean. She That's his first. That's what his concern is. Okay, And it, it's such a finesse. Because sis. He might sell you this dream of. You know what I'm saying? I need a teammate. You know what I mean? I need a teammate. You know, I don't need no woman that's a bill. You know what I mean? I don't need no woman that need to be taken care of. I need a teammate. You know what I'm saying? I need 50-50. You know, we work as a team. Okay. Um. These are, these type of men are for those super masculine women who do too much. And she really just needs a man Who will just sit down, shut up, do whatever she can, do whatever he tells her to, do whatever, he will do whatever she tells him to, I'm sorry. Give her some good D, and as long as he come home, for those kind of women, this man is ideal for you. If you like being a sugar mama, you like making all the money. Little do you know, these type of niggas, I'm always leery of niggas where their main concern is a woman's credit score or what job she got. You know why he's so concerned with what your credit score is, sis? Because his is a 345. Okay, His credit, he got two repossessions, three evictions. He got... A old-ass Sam Ash Music credit card on his credit. His credit is shot. Okay. He cannot afford to be with any woman who is going to expect him to provide any kind of housing or transportation or anything. Because, baby, that credit score at 345. And I don't know what you want him to do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know. about that my mic just cut off on me um the okay so we were talking about the third toxic, which is the hobo sexual okay this is the man that guilts women into taking care of him okay this is the man that planned on living with his mom or having a roommate for his whole life and the mere thought of having to have things like Savings and good credit and actually providing a household and life insurance and financially planning for a family terrifies him. Um, I say, you know, we definitely leave men like this alone because what that means is that he's not all the way there yet. Men like that, they may have the potential, you know, to be something someday but they're not there yet and every man needs a time in his life where he just kind of feels himself out financially and finds his niche in which he can make money okay every man has their own little click niche little lane that they make their bread in most men will never deviate from that for most men once they find their financial niche and their financial lane They will stay there and they will grow it is how it works most of the time. So if you're dealing with a man who has not created that lane and that stability for himself yet, you're just going to end up being kind of a mom for him. Your femininity will never flourish because you will constantly be in leadership and survival mode Because when you're dealing with a man like that, you can't never let your hair down. Because you let your hair down for a second, everything will go to shit. Um, In relationships with men like that, the women, like I said, tend to be more masculine. And nine times out of ten, she is the masculine one and he is the feminine one. She runs everything, makes the money, pays the bills, makes the decisions. And he kind of contributes whatever he maybe can and kind of just rise her wave, rise her coattail. Again, for some women, this is what they want. For some women, they do not want to have to be feminine and submissive for a quality masculine man. The thought of having to be submissive to a man or give a man control makes them sick. So for them, some women, they, they, they got to hit that corporate America. They got to have to say so. So, you know what? If that's how you are, hey, I'm not judging to each his own. But that's the kind of man you're going to need if you are a feminine woman, a feminine woman who does want to have a traditional, healthy, masculine man. When you see the red flags, when he asking too many questions, I tell sisters, if it's your first month of dating or talking and he he way too focused And asking questions about what you make and what your credit score is too early. You got a desperate Dan and he need help bad. And he is going to be looking to you to live off of your money, your credit, and for you to show him the way. Okay? When a man is first courting you, he need to be asking questions about things like places you've been you know, uh, questions about how you feel about things when it comes to health, when it comes to to children. Um, I think it's okay for a man to ask things early on, like, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? What are your plans? But when he being very specific asking about what you make, he's being very specific asking about your credit score, run, run, run. Do not walk, sister, okay? Because it ain't going to be but a matter of time before money going to go to missing out your purse. (laughs) It ain't going to be a matter of time before he going to be calling you saying, listen, babe, I'm trying to get this car, but I need a cosigner. So they said it's going to be but a matter of time before he going to be asking you for your credit card to rent him a car, all right? It ain't going to be but a matter of time, sis. So what you want to do is remember... Marriages do not end because people don't love each other. Marriages end because of money. So if you are a... And again, this conversation... Let me just say this one more time. This conversation is for feminine women who desire marriage. Let me... Okay, so I'm saying that so I will not have to give any more disclaimers from this point forward or hear any women's... Come on. Well... A marriage, not every woman want marriage. Shut up, Laquita, with your three kids by three different niggas. Shut the hell up. Okay? So, for Laquita that can't wait to tell me about how uh, not every woman want to be married, but you have slept with 50 niggas in your life, this conversation ain't for you. Okay? Doing all that fucking and all that childbearing. Talking about you don't want to be married. Girl, find somebody else to play with. I promise you it's not me. So for the feminine women who want to be married, that's what this conversation is for. So if you are a feminine woman who wants to be married and you are dealing with the third toxic starter kit man, most commonly top three, and he a hobosexual, that means that you marry him, his credit messed up. He owed people money. He Guess what? It go on you too. So meanwhile, he got with you because you was doing good. And now you don't marry him And you don't inherit all the people that he owed, All his debt and all his bad money habits Messing up your bag Now all that hard work you did sis Going down the drain Sis run now He call you and say yeah baby you know what I'm Or you know that's the nigga where you You go out to eat and he like Damn you know I, I forgot my wallet Forgot my wallet at home And your dumb ass talking about Oh it's alright I got it No, sis no, nah, sis, these are the hobo sexual starter kits. <laughs> it's a hobo sexual starter kit, sis. <laughs> Cut it off now. Um, this is 2020. I know we hate having rules quote unquote, rules to dating. I know we don't like rules. I get it. Everyone's been so programmed, you don't like it, but. There are, this is 2020, baby. Diseases, STDs, and everything is rampant. Okay. You simply cannot afford to play with your life like that, to be sleeping around and giving your body to Negroes, talking about y'all had a vibe, talking about y'all felt the vibe. Baby, it's AIDS out here. Okay. This is dead ass. This is not a game. Y'all are so scared of coronavirus. Baby, what is it like? 20 million people got AIDS? (laughs) 20,000 people die from corona? And everybody's scared, staying in the house with a mask on, but 20 million people got AIDS? And you out here talking about it don't matter, you can sleep with a man whenever, it just matters of how y'all feel? Nah, baby, you better keep that coochie to yourself. You better let a few months go by You know, let some time go by to where even even if he is lying asleep with you, at least you could say, well, this nigga had to keep up alive for 12 months to get my vagina. Shoot. I mean, if if you're going to get (laughs) goxes, just wait. And y'all know I've talked about this in a thousand episodes about how as a woman you really gain power when you learn how to practice self-control when it comes to your sexuality for the women where the minute their thighs tingle or they had no penis in two weeks they go to fiending and scratching back and forth you will never win in the love world you will never win when it comes to getting married And when it comes to landing a healthy masculine man, because your coochie is too hot, that coochie is on fire. Masculine men do not marry women they do not trust. And if that coochie hot, he is not going to trust you. See how it's a cycle that go back and forth? You want to hurry up and sleep with these men after two, three months because he don't told you everything you want to hear. And little do you know, now there, before y'all go there, because I know y'all can't wait to tell me about that couple that slept together on the first night and it ended up working out. Congrats to them congrats and maybe it worked out that they happened to not catch a STD or catch AIDS and maybe one time here or there that may work out okay do not tell me about the few exceptions of people that slept together real fast and it worked out please because for the other 95% of people, that's not the way that really goes. You rush and you sleep with this man. He pulled a bait and switch on you. Now you feel used, abused making you feel further useless, further messing up your self-esteem, making it even easier and more making yourself more susceptible for the next fuckboy starter kit to sniff out your vulnerability and desperation and do the same thing to you and this is how women end up in their 30s 40s sometimes even 50s still getting duped for their vaginas by fuck boy top three starter kits because the coochie is hot okay once you gain control of that hot ass coochie and you learn how to stay calm and not be controlled by your sexual urges as a woman. Sisters, I mean, you can if you don't ever believe nothing I tell you, please believe this that when you gain control of your sexuality, when you do not have to get some dick, when you are when you're not that woman where you just gotta have it, okay, when your vagina really connects to your brain. Where you really gain that love of yourself. Where you cannot give yourself away for free. Give yourself away for nothing. When you build and master your flesh in that way. Then and only then do you gain the trust and the respect of a man who will put a ring on your finger. Okay whenever I see sisters get caught up and getting pregnant by no good dudes, I'm just like sis you can almost always whenever you hear about these toxic relationships ending you can almost all you got to ask is one question how long did you wait before you slept with him nine time out of ten she slept with him in three weeks she slept with him in six weeks She did not make any time pass by because a man ain't going to waste his own time but for so long. Yes, I have seen instances where a man might waste a woman's time and put in work for a year just to get it. I have seen that happen, but it's very rare. If you're dating a quality masculine man that got things to do, things to accomplish, if he is consistent with you for a long time like that, trust and believe he's serious save your vaginas save your body counts sisters cannot I'm not even going to do them letters no more because I realize all you sisters are fighting for something that doesn't exist some of you sisters you know that wrote the letters in you're fighting for something that you are delusional about you have made this man to be something he is not in your mind for your own comfort I understand it is in our nature as women to love and to nurture. I understand that for a normal, healthy woman, she don't want to be out there in the street. She don't want to give her body to a bunch of people. Yeah, once she get a man that she comfortable with, she probably do want to stick with him. But the men are using that against you guys. And they're dragging you through the mud. I had did a live about this. Um... A while ago and I was like yo uh you know we we make our own money now we pay our own bills but we're still putting up with the same disrespect from men and that don't make no sense if we don't already came this far to secure our own bags and make our own money then guess what start exercising that power that come with it okay the power that come with that is to say I don't have to tolerate any kind of disrespect I, whether this man is here or not, I'm still going to eat. I'm still going to have a roof over my head. Use that to your advantage. So I don't care if it's been one week. I don't care if it's been two months. I don't care if it's been six months. When you start seeing the inconsistencies, when you start seeing the baiting and switching, when you start seeing the gaslighting, when you start seeing the emotional abuse, when you start seeing the neglect When you start seeing the lack of rationale, when you start seeing the lies, when you start seeing the hobo sexual tendencies, you immediately leave. Do not explain why you are leaving. Do not send him a paragraph about what he did. The minute he sees that you have stopped responding to him, Trust me, baby, he know exactly why. He knows. (laughs) Okay? We give men the opportunity to tell us lies. You can't wait to send him four paragraphs about how, you know, you call him three hours ago and he still ain't call you back. Okay? And how it hurts your feelings and how you really need him to do better in this. Okay, now he just got done doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing. Now he can't wait to ignore everything you said in that message and just text you back a one-sentence lie. Frustrate and fluster you. Wasting your breath. Sis, get a new man. Okay, you sit in there arguing with him. Meanwhile, it's another brother that's tired. Okay, he done ran into eight raggedy holes in the past year. He want to have a baby. Okay, he got a he got a big old house he, with a pool. He's waiting for you. He can't wait to put a baby in you. He he already he probably already got the ring picked out he wanna give to the woman he make his wife. Okay. His mama don't call him for the third time this week talking about when you gonna get married and give me some grandbabies. He's ready. Okay, he is ready for it's a wife. Sis. You're beautiful. You're feminine. You're beautiful on the inside and outside. You're a kind person. You're a nurturer. You can cook. Your booty is growing. You got edges, sis. But that good man, when he run into you on the street, you your, your mode is so messed up because you sad because the emotionally unavailable nigga ain't text you back in five hours. So you said now your future husband don't see you in the street, but he walked right past you because you look miserable. Okay, find the balance between wanting to be a good woman, a a one man woman, to not sleep around and date around while also still knowing when you're wasting your time and when it's time to let go. I had spoke about this on an episode before. I said, you know, it's it's women out here that have been sticking by a nigga that ain't shit for years and will get congratulated like, oh, I can keep a man. I've been with him 10 years, but not knowing, sis, you should have left nine and a half years ago. You know, and and you hold on to the time and you're embarrassed because society is shamed single women. So you're embarrassed to say it didn't work out. You're embarrassed to be single. You're scared. You think that nothing better is going to come along. That ain't the case, sis. Move on, sis. Cut them off, sis. You're a feminine black woman. You're valuable. There is a brother out there for you. Okay you will never find him if you sit in here letting negroes linger around to pass the time. Okay sisters? So no more letters. I want to see some letters from the fellas now because by now I'm a woman. I've been talking to women all day my whole life. You know, I I get it. I've heard pretty much every scenario possible when it comes to women and dating and marriage. Heard it all before. I can pretty much give the same blanket advice to almost everything that the women are saying. I want to hear from the brothers. I do want us as women to start kind of diving into the perspective from the men so, brothers, please send me an email at 6 You can remain anonymous. I do not have to put your name in it. You can even change the names in your stories or whatever. We want to hear about some uh, relationship, common relationship qualms from the brothers, whether you're in a relationship or whether you're dating. Just maybe an experience or something you want advice on that we can discuss next week again send an email to 6 goddess at yahoo.com uh, it was a pretty lengthy episode this week um but there there was so much to cover on this topic so we got through it thank you all for listening please make sure you subscribe and share this episode and as always peace love and black power